Welcome. Welcome. Barefoot running. Or barefoot running. It's the Improbable Research Podcast. I'm Mark Abrams, editor of the magazine Annals of Improbable Research, with a special pocket-sized episode about research that makes people laugh, then think. Here's psychologist Jean Burko Gleason. Jean Burko Gleason, let's look at this study about barefoot running. Okay. This study is called an exploratory study investigating the effects of barefoot running on working memory. It was written in 2016. The authors are Ross G. Alloway, Tracy Packiam Alloway, I bet they're related, Peter M. Majari, and Shelley Floyd. And they published this in Perceptual and Motor Skills. The authors are at the University of North Florida. And read the title again. It's an unusual title. An exploratory study investigating the effects of barefoot running on working memory. Okay, here's what they say. Uh, The aim of the present study was to compare the potential cognitive benefits of running barefoot compared to shod and shod, shod S-H-O-D. past tense of shoe. Is that a word that appears often in scientific published reports? You rarely see this. Well, I see it because I do a lot of uh, reading and writing in the horse world. And, you know, when people put shoes on your horses, the horses get shod. But you don't typically talk about people getting up and getting shod and ready to go to work kind of thing. And in this report, they're talking about people who are not shod. They're talking about people who are they're barefoot. They're comparing it. That's what science is all about, isn't it? Is to have two groups and compare them one way or another. So the aim of the present study was to compare the potential cognitive benefits of running barefoot compared to shod. And what is cognitive benefits? Cognitive benefits, it means it helps the way you uh, your mental activity works, whether you're, it fixes your intelligence, your memory, or and anything to do with thinking. If you would ask me what cognitive means, I would say it has to do with thinking. Okay. Do you yourself sometimes run barefoot to improve your thinking? Absolutely not. You know, I mean, running barefoot. Although, you know, a lot of people feel that running barefoot is good for you. And a lot of, as I guess we know, a lot of uh, African runners are spectacular at running barefoot. There are people who run long, long races and do it wonderfully well without any shoes on. But that that has to do with running. This has to do with thinking. So the question is, does it help to take your shoes off and apparently just step on poker chips while you are trying to remember stuff? So you want to hear the rest of this? Please. Okay. So young adults ran both barefoot and shod on a running track while stepping on targets, which were poker chips, and were not stepping on targets. The main finding was that participants performed better on a working memory test when running barefoot compared to shod, but only when they had to step on targets. These findings suggest that working memory may be enhanced after at least 16 minutes of barefoot running if the individual has to focus attention on the ground. It is particularly weird, I would say, you know. What's weird about it? Well, it's weird because, uh, well, I haven't read the whole article. I've read this abstract. But usually when you want to prove a cause and effect between things, you, you, you try to explain what the mechanism might be. So please tell me, and I hope they tell in the article somewhere, why it is that 
that stepping on poker chips while running barefoot improves your memory. That's the kind of thing that I would worry about. That's what sounds kind of weird. With you having had just this little first taste of this report, are you at all tempted to try this yourself and see if it has an effect on you? Well, here's the real problem, Mark. It says here that memory may be enhanced after at least 16 minutes of barefoot running. And I'm afraid that I have passed the age where I could engage in at least 16 minutes of barefoot running. So this is something for young folks. Perhaps you as a much younger person would like to try it yourself. If I had asked you the same question a few years ago, would you have tried it? Very unlikely. You've been listening, if you've been listening, to a special pocket-sized episode of the Improbable Research Podcast. I'm Mark Abrams, editor of the magazine Annals of Improbable Research. What we explored today was featured in the magazine in issue 16.1, the special psychology issue. You can buy the special psychology issue of the magazine or any of the more than 150 other back issues and find all kinds of surprising research studies that your friends would love to know about and which you can tell them about. You can even subscribe and get six new issues a year of the magazine. Go to our website, improbable.com. Go, 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 go ahead. It's possible that Seth Glicksman is the improbable production assistant. Next time on this podcast, we'll look at something or other. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye.